hello, and welcome to the To Be Honest podcast, where Tuesday is truth day and Jesus is Lord. Yes, I am your host, Ray DeWalt, a child of the King of the Most High God, and I am so happy to be here with you today so you can hear what God has us to say. And now you heard me right, I said us. Because today I have in the house my king and, and priest of my home, Pastor Byron DeWalt. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here again. I really enjoyed last time, but I said, like, okay, maybe one more time. So here I am again, everyone. Yes, yes. That was a little teeth prodding, pulling, and everything like that. I, I think he likes it. But, you know, it's the time. We're so busy at this time and everything. So I am thank you that you took time out of your schedule today to go ahead and, and do the podcast. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So today's topic is, if I could just get there. Mm. That, that, that has a whole lot of questions in itself, right? If I could get just get there, but where's there? Mm. Where is there? And too many times we believe that if I could just get to this place in my life, I would have made it. If I could just get married, everything will be all right. If I could just go to, you know, get this job, everything would be good. If I could just get there, but where is there? So I have Pastor Byron DeWalt here because, you know, I remember a time where he was trying to get there, if you know what I mean. And I want him to explain a little bit more well, about it. a whole lot of there this brother was trying to get to. <laughs> but I think the time that you are, or the, the, the particular instance you were referring to is my promotion in the military trying to make the rank of Chief Petty Officer. Yes. Yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> and, and I think the beginning of the struggle came in because the prior ranks I went up in, uh, I was promoted pretty quick. And then this particular one that I thought who was going to make me who I was took me a bit of time. So in the eight and a half to nine years, it took me to go from E1 to E6. It took me the same amount of time just to make E7. Wow. So, and, and I'll say cheap petty officer, I won't say E7. So, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of, of anxiety and disappointment in that. But I thought when I got there, I said, if I can just get here, my career will be solidified. Oh, wow. I had this expectation that I had to make chief before I retired or my career was incomplete. Well, lo and behold, after eight tries, and it's not that I failed the test. I never failed the test. I always did good on the test. Um, I just never was selected uh, for obvious, uh, for different reasons. But um, when I did get selected on year 18, 18 and a half, when I only had a year and a half left that I could retire, I began to, instead of feel uh, appreciative, I felt old. Mm. Like, you guys owed me this. Wow. So, it, it, so a sense of entitlement. Yes, I was definitely there. entitled. 
I was definitely entitled and for anyone that uh, has been in the Navy and you know the training that we go through before we, we, we're able to put those anchors on, the people giving that training can see that too. And they kind of put a target on my back. Okay, okay, because you felt... So, when you say that, you know, if you could just get there and make cheap that your career would be made, you know, what was your mindset then about making it? What was that? Did you put everything into making cheap at that time? Was that the only thing you lived for? Um, Sadly, yes. (laughs) Because... It, to me, I wasn't even looking at it just for me because uh, that what we call fraternity in the United States Navy is one of the elite and not just for the service member, but for the service member's family. So I wasn't just striving for me. I was striving for my family to cross a hump um, because to me, if you weren't in that particular uniform at a certain time in your career, you were looked down upon which also meant that your family was, couldn't go in certain circles and this type of stuff. So I'm thinking like, man, we belong in this circle. Not just me, we belong right. in this circle. So I put that expectation not only on me, not only just for me, but the expectation for me. And I put one for my family on myself. I understand. So, you know, and I know that you had given your life um, to Christ why you were in the midst between those two, you know, mm. you, you were at the crossroads. You, <laughs> so you were already, you had already given your life, but did that not translate over for you? Like, did you? It did. It, you, did it. Okay. And and I tell you, I, I, I think I put more into being promoted in the military than I did with being advanced in the kingdom of God. Wow. Wow. And and a lot of people would have a hard time admitting that. So Mm -hmm. thank you even for sharing that and being transparent in that aspect. I mean, if you'd asked me back then, I might wouldn't admit it either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um, with age comes maturity and we start recognizing and not only that, you know, then also comes wisdom because you actually lived it. So if if I had to, if I would ask you a question about, you know, seeing young people right now that are in the military and they're striving to get there, what would you have to say to them? Well, first and foremost, there's nothing wrong with trying to get there. Y'all excuse my little dog. He's mad at me right now. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with trying to get there. The problem comes in your motive behind getting there. Because getting there should be um, something looked, let me see, it should be looked upon as a great achievement. As long as we know, especially for us that are are called as Christians or consider ourselves Christians, as long as we know every good and perfect gift comes from above, which includes promotion, it's a great thing. But when it's just us trying to do it on our own and this and that, and I got to do this and I got to do that. And we start putting our family second. We start putting God second or third. Then it becomes a problem. And what happens if you don't get that promotion? Wow, that's a Is good God question. being blamed for that? Is your family being blamed for that? Because then that's, that's a whole different ballgame right there. That's absolutely. And to be honest, uh, 
Colossians 3, 23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and mm-hmm. not for men. That's right. Knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Yeah. Now, I, I, you know, I know that sometimes when we're in the military, you know, and I, I myself was in the military, but nowhere near as long as you were, uh, mm-hmm. Pastor. You, you did 24 years in the military. Correct. And so, and, and and you, I know you like to say this. We did 24 we years did in the mili- military years. because the spouses are there too. But is there? Does it seem like there's a separation at that point? Then do you see God? You know, church in one aspect, but then you also see the military and work in another aspect. Well, I will say I did. I won't say that for everyone, but because I wouldn't, I wasn't. Uh, strong enough and who I was in Christ I I didn't allow Christ to lead I still thought that I had to do this but when it didn't happen go to him so it was like Christ was secondary I thought this promotion was primary and it was going to be because of what I've done within my career I've got all good marks on my evaluation I've led this many people here I've had this many people up under me promoted got this many awards so I was looking at accolades from myself or from the military and and, and why I should have this promotion not about praying I only prayed when it was time to take the test or or when I was sad when I didn't get selected ask God why God was like dude when did you ever come to me and talk to me about it? You wait till you get the bad news to want to come talk to me. You know, they have that song that says, don't wait till don't midnight. Wait till midnight. Don't wait till you midnight. Know, what, you know, at, at that time, a lot of times we're waiting until midnight to call on the Lord and we're not waiting, you know, we're not going to the Lord like you just stated, you know, before we take the test or the whole while you know, in the midst of it. And then the crazy thing is I had pastors praying over my cheap package. Wow. But it did no good for them to pray and me not to. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad you shared that because I think too many times we rely on other people to do things and we don't rely on God and we don't do it ourselves. And not not just pastors though, you pray for me every single year. Even the year I made it, your prayer was, Lord, show him. Because you were tired of getting the disappointment for me. <laughs> you, you all don't even understand because there would be times that he would come to me and look at me. Did I make it? And I would have to look at him and say, no. <laughs> so, that is not a good place to be in when you have to go to your spouse and ask, what did God say? Wait, wait a minute. Aren't you saved too? Why do you have to go to your spouse and ask, what did God say? But the problem was everyone that I worked for or who was already in that uniform would see what I was doing and see my records. And they would be like, oh, you got it this time. You got it. And I would go off of what they were telling me instead of praying to God. So I thought what they were saying, their word was bond. It was golden. I didn't need any other uh, opinions, not even God's, because they were already walking in what I was trying to get to. Wow. You are really, you are really speaking some truth, some transparency. I, this is really good. This is well, really good. Well, the podcast good. is called To Be Honest, it, isn't it? Is it is called right, To man. Be Honest. I yes. came to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. And so then, so then, when you did finally make cheap, and okay, you've gotten to the entitlement phase, 
Did you feel complete though? Not at all. Okay. You know what? I will say this. In the beginning, I had arrived. The bells, the horns, the trumpets. And every time I walked in the door in my uniform, it was. <laughs> but again, that was still about the people because I walk in in my new uniform now, and not everybody else is praising me. See, and, and you still are putting the people above God. At least, let me say that. I still put what everybody else thought about what God thought, even about what God had just done through me. And, and, and being promoted, I still looked at, I made it. Now everybody can give me mine. Wow. That is a really good word, um, Pastor, because I think that too many people don't realize they deal with that. They don't realize they deal with that kind of situation. They don't realize that they're, you know, um, they're missing them. The, the bigger picture is mm-hmm. that we're working as unto the Lord. And so we think we're working as unto people or we think we're working as unto ourselves and our families. But God said we are supposed to work as unto the Lord. Yep. And so, you know, people who are saved, but also in the military or any other job for that matter, because I think that. You know, we, our experiences in the military, um, I have been working in, you know, the, the regular world, as we would say, civilian. in the civilian world. <laughs> I've been working in the civilian world um, as well as being in the military where, and now you're working in the civilian world. Yes. And so what would you say to people as, 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 as a respect to this scripture, Colossians 3, 23 and 24, doing our work as unto the Lord? How can that help them even in the midst of, go, you know, making achievements or, you know, getting promoted? Well, for one, if, we, if we're looking at that scripture and we're abiding by that scripture, that means we're putting Christ first. And if we're putting Christ first, everything else will fall in line. But when we put those things first and then try to bring Christ into it, that's when things take a long time. Because, you know, I, I did that for, I said, eight years yes. because I always put that promotion before I put God and I was doing it backwards. And, and, I, and I truly think if I was living according to the way I was supposed to be living, not just with, with praying to Christ, but there were still some things about me that I needed to change. But I, I think if I was living the way I was called to live, because you know it was a long time before I received this call. Right. <laughs> if I was living according to the word of God and the way he wanted me to live and doing the things that he was requiring, requiring for me to do, I don't believe it would have took that long. Amen. But see, God knew because of my character, I wasn't ready to get it when I was when I thought I was supposed to get it. So if our character has flaws, don't think that I, I wouldn't. For me personally, I know now that when there's flaws in my character, I'm not ready to do some things that I want to do. Because those flaws, as quick as you go up, you may pass people going up, you pass them even faster coming back down. That's true. That is so true. That is so yeah. true. And so, you know, that that desire doesn't keep you there. It mm-hmm. might get you there, but it doesn't keep you there. But and <laughs> it's kind of like a word I said yesterday about, you know, people overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. Your testimony is not going to keep somebody safe. That's right. It, it will get them. It will motivate them. It will move them from one spot to the next. 
But what are you going to do past that testimony? That's because right. we still have to live for Christ. We still got to see Christ for ourselves. That testimony might have got me from being stuck. It might have brought me up just a little bit and, and helped me push myself forward or gave me some 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 type of motivation to move forward. Like, oh, I can do this because this person has this and this testimony. God did this for them. But if I'm not knowing God for myself, why am I, why am I expecting him to do it for me? Wow. That's really good. Again. We're talking on To Be Honest podcast and Pastor is being honest about some things. I pray that y'all catch this in the spirit realm and understand that he is truly being transparent and at the same time sharing wisdom with people who are trying to get there. If I could just get there, the only way you can just get there is putting God first. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said, All things will be added unto you. So it's time for us to get to that place where being real and transparent with ourselves and saying, You know what? I want to do this for the wrong reasons. God deal with my character. Deal with me. Amen. 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 Do you want to say anything else as we begin to close this out? You shared so much with us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give too much. You know, it's kind of like trying to take a hockey puck for a headache. So you, know, you got to... <laughs> you know, I'm good. I thank you. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate it. Um, again, this, this I mean, I'm telling you, man, I almost feel famous. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm striving to be famous. Amen, okay, amen. Let me put let me clarify that. But you know, sitting here, microphones and, and lights and everything, I'm like, woo, I made it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really do thank you again for sharing that not just testament, but also wisdom on how we should approach promotion or things like that. We're working unto the Lord, y'all. And and too many times we can be convinced that what we're doing is more important than God, but nothing is more important than God. So let's go forward in God. And if, if we could, if, if I could say this, if we could just get there, get to that place where we have that right relationship with God. He said, all things will be added unto us. And I believe that. Amen. So amen. Thank you so much for joining. If you want to continue in this conversation or you have some things to say, you know, you could go ahead and reach me on uh, my Instagram page, which is to be honest podcast. You can also reach me on Facebook, just praising him to pray, just praising him to walk. Mm. Because y'all know I love to praise him. Hallelujah. So I just want you to be encouraged. I speak blessings upon blessings upon blessings. I love each and every one of you. Uh, Each and every one of you be blessed. Amen.